Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, your host, and I'm so chuffed that you've clicked on this podcast today to take a little bit of a listen. Okay, before we go any further, I just need to explain something. If you hear me going like this, it sounded like I'm barfing in my own mouth or verping, as I believe that it's also clinically known as. I am... I'm upping my health game in a big way. So I, I take a probiotic anyway, but I've switched probiotics and gone for a really, really strong one because I've got psoriasis. And listen, I'm I'm in my 40s. I've had it since I was a kid. I totally understand that it comes from gut health, the older I've got. So yeah, I'm switching things with a probiotic and fish oils. Okay. Now you might have just cringed when I just said that then like, Ooh. Because I unfortunately don't consume, I don't think anybody does, do they? Consume fish oils very well. They kind of back burp on you the whole day. So I've had my fish oil this morning and it went down swimmingly. <laughs> what a dick. And it, but the only thing is, is that every time I'm sort of burping at the moment, I'm just getting this waft of fish in my mouth and it's like fish and mint, actually. <laughs> so they obviously add some mint in it. Mm, minty fresh fish breath. But obviously, whenever a burp, it's like it's full on like, but I find myself going, thank God I don't work with anybody like it's in close proximity because I've got breath at the moment that would make a kipper jealous. It's (laughs) it's that bad. I'll tell you what, though, I've definitely noticed a difference in my skin. (laughs) I might smell like a a fucking tuna's bathing suit, but my skin looks amazing at the moment. So, yeah. I have to apologise if it sounds like I'm barfing in my own mouth. It is literally just the fish oil back burping on me at the moment, <laughs> which is not very sexy, to be honest with you. Oh, do you know what? I've done something really exciting this week. Um, actually, let me just kind of ramp that down a little bit because I made that sound a lot more exciting than what it really is. <laughs> OK, but I think it's quite exciting. Are you ready for this? This is not what you're going to expect, but you're thinking something like, oh my God, she's bought a new handbag. Oh my God, she's had her nails done. Maybe she's had some Botox. No, I've joined the parish council. (laughs) No shit, I actually joined the parish council. (laughs) Now, I was going to join the parish council a couple of years ago, but... At the time, it just wasn't right. I was going, I went through another round of IVF, which unfortunately didn't work and I wasn't really in the right place. But we live in a very small, uh, like a very small community where our little village is. And it's so small, in fact, that we've been twinned with another small village, which is literally just down the road. So it's two little villages that are together and there's a little parish council. 
And I really want to be part of the parish. And oh God, do you know what? I can't believe this. If, 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 honestly, if like five, six years ago, you'd have said to me, Sally, you're going to be on the parish council, I'd have said, oh, piss off. No, I'm not. But actually, it's it's timing, isn't it? Now, I grew up in a very small village um, where they had a village hall. And so we had a village hall and a local church and everything circulated around the village hall. And my dad was on the parish council for a while, actually, when we grew up. And it just means that you can... I suppose give a little bit back to your community and just to uh, make sure that everything where we live is lovely, but it just needs some little tweaks, should we say. And so I thought, you know what? I want to keep my village clean. I absolutely love our village. It's so cute where we live. It's really, really cute and picturesque. So if I can get involved in the parish council in some way, shape or form, yeah, I'm going to go for it. So I went for my first meeting. Um, this week and oh, it's so cute it was in the village hall now we don't have a village hall in our village because it's so small but it's the, the the other village that we're twinned with it's their village hall and it was honestly about the size of somebody's lounge it's so tiny but it's the cutest village hall I'm do you know what I'm going to take a picture next time I go to a parish council meeting I'll make sure that I take a picture so that you can just see how cute it really is but it's the cutest little village hall and they sat in like a horseshoe shape and I went as a as a guest at first like as a member of the parish and then um I said oh do you know what? I'd love to come on board as the parish council but I'm not joking it reminded me so much of the vicar of Dibley I was pissing myself inside it was just so funny but these people have got a good sense of humor the good sense of humor and that's what I really like and the, this is where I think some people think that parish councillors are all like old fuddy-duddies nah nah they, this this team are pretty cool and um yeah it's it I just thought do you know what I need to I need to need, I need to jump on this vibe train because it's totally it's totally right up my street so yeah I am a parish council member <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, this is so funny, but I, I'm massively into promoting the WI as well. <laughs> I, I think that the Women's Institute is amazing. And so I've been trying to find my sister when she actually lived in the UK before she moved over to Australia. I'm sure she was in the Women's Institute. And the Women's Institute, the WI, does a lot of amazing things. And I don't know if there is a WI locally or not. So, yeah, that's what else I'm looking for as well. I don't I think I've got time to go to the WI, but I do think that people need to rave on about these things a little bit more because they're old school and they're there for a reason and they can help a lot of people in many ways. Right now, you might be sat there thinking, yeah, I go to the WI, I'd go to the WI, Sally. Oh, yeah, exactly. Of course you would. If you're good at knitting or... <laughs> Of course, it's not all about knitting. You can flower arrange. <laughs> hey, do you know what? I think the WI is mint. There's a, in fact, there's a group of ladies. Maybe they're the WI that I see hiking around a lot. You know, when they go around with sticks and they start walking around with sticks and everything. My mum's got those walking sticks. They're amazing. I think they're called like Nordic poles or something, aren't they? Maybe they're the WI. I might have to look into this one later on. But anyway, yeah, I've joined the parish council and I'm actually quite excited about it. And the one thing I love the most is the fact that it's just little village communities. And for me, that brings back so many memories because that's, like I said, that's where I grew up in a very small village. Everything was circulated around the village hall and the little village hall fates that we used to have. And um, they used to do this thing when I was a kid every year that was called the Harvest Festival, right? And it's where you would get all the local um, sort of villagers that would prepare a dish and then take it to the village hall and you'd have like a big feast. That's what used to happen. And it was amazing because I grew up in a village in the south of England that was predominantly pensioners, okay? There was just a lot of old people, but 
I'm not joking, these women and men could cook like seriously good pies, like pheasant pies and oh my gosh, how else was there? Like proper scones or scones, whatever you want to call them. Just really lovely food, but like proper home food as well, like a good crumble. I mean, God, when was the last time you had a proper crumble? And it's like, Roman needs to, my son needs to understand what these foods are like. I used to love rhubarb crumble as a kid. And that's where it, I remember like eating crumbles and pies and blackberry pies and gooseberry pies and everything at the village hall. And um, so, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be cooking any of these dishes. <laughs> but sitting in the village hall gives me an appetite, put it that way. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I look forward to telling you about my little um, adventures on the parish council. We'll have to see how it goes. Hang on a minute. I've never done this before, but I'm going to have a sip of my tea. Just bear with me. I'm a slurper. I'm so sorry. I've got a tea bag in it. That's why. But I've, um, I had a really, really late night last night and um, I'm just waking up now. Um, this is disgraceful. I actually went to sleep with my makeup on and I've not done that since I was about 29. And then I would have been going out to a discotheque, having a cigarette, coming home and taking my bra off, throwing it against the wall. And it may have stuck because it had that much fag, fag ash on it. <laughs> no, I went to a big networking event last night, which was superb. It was so much fun. It was like local creative people. Uh, so there's a lot of bloggers there, influencers. And yeah, it was really good, actually. It was wonderful to learn from so many other people who've got so many successful accounts on social media so it was really nice to go and network and and learn loads as well I really enjoyed it um but at the same time I um oh god this is just a joke I put in my sat nav where I needed to go and my sat nav took me to the totally wrong place I was so pissed off because I left in really good time as well and then um so I turned up late, which pissed me off because if actually I would have do you know the stupid thing is if I'd actually gone with my gut feeling and because I knew where it was, I would have got there a lot earlier, but I didn't. I thought, oh, no, I'll put, te again, technology fucking failing me. Um, oh, no, I'll put it in my sat-nav. Yeah, but my sat-nav is shit. And do you know what pisses me off as well about sat-nav is that when you're in a place where there's no signal, it, it packs in anyway. It's almost like no connection. So, yeah, anyway, um, on the way home, I tried to get home and they'd shut the motorway. So I had to go down all these country roads to get home, uh, which took me an hour and a half in the end. So I didn't get home till about quarter to a, quarter 12, 11.30, quarter to 12, I think, by the time I actually got into the house. And then I honestly couldn't be asked to wash my face. So yeah, I just went to bed with a full face of makeup on and I've dropped Roman off at nursery this morning with that makeup on still. <laughs> Obviously, I've just passed out on the pillow and not a honestly, not a little bit of mascara has gone onto my pillow. So I'm well chuffed. But obviously, I need to have a shower at some point because I do look like a little bit of a skank. But yeah, I had a really, really good night last night. And you know, what? I got to meet some girls that I've hooked up with on Instagram. Uh, Gabby, uh, Gabby Forrester was a guest speaker actually just last week. Uh, she's the naturopath and herbalist. She came to the event as well. So it was so lovely to see her. And Vicky, now I'm not going to tell you any more about Vicky. Vicky is going to be a guest speaker next week. Oh, I'll tell you a little bit. Vicky is um, a crystal therapist. So she does crystal healing and she's incredible. You know, when you meet somebody and you just know straight away um, that you're completely on the right vibration station. Yeah, she's one of those. She's absolutely amazing. And she came to the event last night as well. And my friend Jodie, who I've met through social media. So it was lovely actually to hook up with these girls. And it's it was crazy because as we were having a chat afterwards, I don't know how we got into the subject. Oh, no, do you know what it was? We were talking about cold water swimming. 
So just recently, I've been putting it out there saying, oh, I really want to go cold water swimming. Where do I go? Where do I go? Well, Vicky stood with me last night and she went, are you serious? I go every Saturday morning. I was like, what? I need to come with you. So she's been doing it for years, cold water swimming in reservoirs. In She goes to a particular place, which is in Cheshire called Pickmere. And so she's like, you know, come with me on a Saturday morning. And I said, do it. This is me because I hate being cold, right? I am... Scott always says to me that I'm the coldest person that he knows. He's like, you're always freezing. I am. My feet are always freezing. I'm always cold in bed. I'm not one of these people who is, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, right. Okay. This is, Scott is always hot in bed. I'm always freezing. So he is like my hot water bottle. So he always says that when I put my feet on him, it literally, it can burn him because they're that cold. (laughs) first of all he goes get your fucking shrek feet off of me and then he goes jesus christ you're freezing so if i'm not sleeping with him i used to have well this is before i met him i used to have an electric blanket that's how cold i am so yeah it's obviously not great circulation hence why i now stink a fish all the time so i am um, oh my god i've totally lost my fucking trail of thought but i was getting well excited then Right, vicky yeah so i was talking about cold water swimming with vicky um and Obviously, we're chatting about it and I'm like, so is it really cold? And this is, you know, this is the crazy thing. This is the questions I ask. Look, I'll wear a swimming costume. I don't mind that. But I don't like my feet touching the bottom. How can I describe this? I have this, not phobia, but these these thoughts of when I'm in like, I don't even have to be in the water. I just have to see it. I think I've mentioned this before on a podcast where I see like water, like canal water or reservoir water. And instantly in my head, I think, oh, what's at the bottom of that? shopping trolley car body that sort of thing so i can't have my bare feet touch the um touch the bottom or have anything touching my bare feet in the water i know strange i'll get in it don't get me wrong but just the thought of something touching my feet yeah so anyway she said that she buys these little sort of like rubber um rubber gloves these little (laughs) look like a little duck (laughs) these like little rubber shoes that you can get on Amazon. And I thought, right, bonus, winner. That's it. That's me. Perfect. These are the crazy questions that I ask, right? And then the next one was, okay, I'll be cold when I get out. I'll be really cold when I get out. Do I need to take a flask with me um, with some, like a hot drink in it? She went, no, 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 no. They sell the most loveliest hot drinks there. And this is her words, okay? She said, and they sell my all-time favourite drink, which was which is a turmeric oat latte. <gasps> Well, she took the words out of my mouth. That is my all-time favourite drink. She went straight up in my friendship estimation instantly. I was like, oh my God, Vicky, you are 100% on my vibe. It's amazing. And do you know what? It's so refreshing when you meet people like that as well. Because, and do you know, I sat with, Jodie was with us and she was like, I'm an oat milk girl too. And it's almost like you just attract each other, don't you really? Uh, So yeah, I love it. But there are certain things, aren't they, anyway, that... Don't get me wrong, I'm not being picky here, but certain things that you notice in people and all of a sudden they sort of go whoop, just that little bit higher on your vibration station. And it's amazing. It's like for me, it's like, oh my God, I've met somebody who loves the drink that I love because I'm not joking. I constantly get slated for having oat milk in my drinks. I am constantly slated for it. And it's probably because I live with a builder who just takes the piss all the time. But that's fine. 
because I'm not changing it. I do like, I, I, I eat dairy. Don't get me wrong. I love dairy. I eat dairy. But in my tea, I like oat milk. In my coffee, I like oat milk. In a latte, yeah, it's got to be oat milk. So it's, it's just my all-time go-to. It's my favourite one. But they, like I said, there's things that when you meet people, you just think, oh my gosh, I love this person so much more. And that was it. Uh, there's another one. Like when you go to someone's house and you sit on the loo and you say, excuse, excuse me, can I, can I use your loo? Yes, of course you can. Go, the loo's just there. It's just there. Thank you. Thank you. Sit on the loo, look down and they've got bum wipes. Well, hallelujah. That again is another friend that you're never going to lose. It's, it's like a deal. It literally is. It's like a deal sealed in friendship. That, and you come out and you actually say to them, you've got bum wipes. <laughs> actually done that as well <laughs> i've actually gone to someone's house and there was loads of other people there went for a week came out and went oh boy, it's so refreshing to see you have bum wipes <laughs> i must have thought fucking hell sally you're a bit simple aren't you <laughs> miss inappropriate strikes again oh what a refreshing sight bum wipes in your loo bravo and um, but it's true. It's true. If you see some, and it sounds really bad, but sometimes if you go to people's houses and they've got bum wipes, you just like them so much more. Why? I don't know. I don't know. There are certain things that can obviously work. It, it, it like go in the other direction. Like if you get in somebody's car and they've got a filthy footwell of the car, it's like, whoa, hang on a minute here. This could be a deal breaker. This could be a deal breaker. But then I guess if they take you through a drive through and get you an oat latte, okay, we're back up again. We're back up again. Do you know one thing that I always find? And this is so true. And if you are a dog owner, you will 100% get this is when you're out with a friend who also has a dog and you've got a coat on and um, I don't know, you could be anywhere, but you've put your hands in your pocket to get something and you pull out a poo bag. You're just like, I get it, mate. It's fine. <laughs> it's like literally it's like a sister from another mister straight away. <laughs> All dog owners have poo bags in nearly every coat, jean pocket. Oh my God. Handbag. I've got poo bags everywhere in my house. I've got poo bags in, I had poo bags in the glove box, um, of the car. Uh, where else did I find a poo bag the other day and I couldn't, I found a fucking poo bag in the washing machine. <laughs> it was obviously empty, but it must have come out of one of my hoodies and it's got stuck in the rubber seal. But a poo bag, I think, is almost like the universal sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's, it's a universal sign of dog ownership, isn't it? Pulling out. And I don't even buy poo bags. I buy nappy bags, uh, because they're cheaper. And to be honest, they smell better. Um, and I don't have to pick up enormous poos. My poos I pick up are like small, uh, fun size Kit Kats or Twixes because <laughs> they're Jack Russells. <laughs> I'm so glad that I don't have to pick up a man size Yorkie. <laughs> Oh, Snickers. <laughs> oh, big dog owners. I certainly don't envy you. But yeah, it is. It's almost like that sort of sign of friendship. Just pulling a poo bag out of your pockets like, oh, yeah, I've got your back. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> right, hang on. I'm having another sip of my tea. Bear with me. I am a slurper. I'm sorry if that offends you. If I've suddenly made you cringe, I apologise right now. I am just trying to wake myself up. That's all it is. Because, oh, do you know what? I've, I'm, this is going to sound crazy, but I feel like I'm getting myself back. And right now you might be thinking, why? What the hell's wrong with you? 
I'm not being dramatic. There's not been anything wrong with me. But I think I have lost myself a little bit in the past couple of years. And I think that happens naturally when you have a baby. I don't think a lot of people talk about this. I'll be dead honest with you. I don't think, I think there's a lot of focus on um, um, postnatal depression, but I haven't had postnatal depression, but I do feel like I've lost my confidence a bit as a mum. Since when I became a mum, I feel like it was a big like, whoa, hang on a minute, because um, I still want to be a career woman, but I really want to be a mum more. So it was, yeah, I've kind of had a battle of that for for quite a, for, for a couple of years. Um, and I've beaten myself up quite a bit as well, to be honest with you, at the same time. And then I lost a lot of confidence. I did lose a lot of confidence, but not that's not because of Roman. That's because of my own sort of journey and things that have happened as well. And, you know, and uh, I think at that point as well, I kept doubting myself and my own abilities and, you know, and I'm not one of these people that posts everything on Facebook and social media. I don't do that. I'm not one of these pe- people that's like, oh, FML, oh, poor me. Um, I don't need that. I actually, I'm very resourceful. And what I'll do is I'll go, right, what book am I going to read that's going to give me the direction that I need right now? And then I will speak to, I've got some amazing friends who I trust implicitly and they point me in the direction and I trust them. And then sometimes you might think I'm a bit woo-woo, but the universe leads you to certain people as well. And some of the shit that you go through is a life lesson and it is an experience. So yeah, I suppose I've just been going with the flow for the past six months I've been a bit all over the place, but I, I, by the way, I'm getting to the point. Just bear with me. Um, I feel like I'm getting my shit back. And that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? But I've never felt more like Sally than what I feel like at the moment. This podcast is 100% responsible for that. So thank you. Oh, God, I might get emotional. Oh, fuck, I don't want to cry into my tea. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening because I am getting it back in a big way. And it was a couple of months ago, actually, that my friend Bex came round. And I used to work with Bex at Audi. So um, we were both two rather ballsy saleswomen. And I really rate Bex's friendship. She's uh, she's an incredibly good friend. She's a fantastic um, judge of character. She susses people out, not in a bad way, but she, she kind of picks up on people's energy very quickly. She's very astute like that. Um but she's also very honest and she'll say the things to you that not many people will do. Um, even she's one of those honest, truthful friends, which I love so much because even if it's probably not what you want to hear, she'll tell you anyway, because it's the right thing to do. And we were sat down and I, I was telling her a story about something that was going on. And she just looked at me and she went, Sally, she's dead scouse as well. And she comes across, she can come across quite aggressive, but she's such a glamour puss. She's like, Sally, where's your balls gone? And I thought, oh my God. Honestly, it was like a slap around the face. I went, I don't know. She went, you fucking lost them. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And it was honestly, I nearly had a little cry sat with her because it was a real, it was almost like the awakening that, I know it sounds crazy and probably a bit cheesy, but it really was a bit of a slap in the face. And it, my eyes opened up and I thought, what am I doing? Why am I talking like this? This is not me. So, yeah, I, I honestly am so grateful for her saying that to me because I feel like I have got my balls back. <laughs> I love the word balls. Obviously, I know I don't have testicles, but I love the expression ballsy. And I think women, we need to express, uh, we can embrace that because it really is a really good, strong word that 
And I think that ballsy women are not scary women. They're not aggressive women. They're just super confident women who can be sexy with it as well. A little bit sassy, smart, but have just got that edge to them as well. And I think that's very admirable and inspirational for other women as well. So, yeah, I don't mind being described as a bit of a ballsy chick. I see that as a, oh, the chick. I don't think I've been called a chick ever. Uh, Ballsy bird. I am... yeah, I see that as a as a compliment, to be honest with you. And to be honest, if my podcast can inspire other women who are just feeling that little bit low at the moment, but they just need to get their balls back, then that's exactly what my intention was for doing this. I absolutely love doing this podcast. It has 100% helped me get myself back to me, uh, without a doubt. And um and do you know what my intention is, is to inspire others as well. So that's, that's exactly what the whole point of doing this was. And it's, it's, it's actually wonderful to share this part of my journey with you because what I actually intended to do, and I've written it all down over the past few months, it's sort of evolving as I'm going along with the podcast as well. So it was all about being geriatric mum and infertility and it's moving into women's health and all sorts of different things as I'm sort of going along this journey. And it's, it's just wonderful. I, I could, I could get all emotional, to be honest with you. <laughs> I won't. I'll save you that. But I'll tell you what I am doing, though, because I know for a fact that I am back to myself. I'm getting all my hair cut off on Saturday, which you'll probably be thinking, why are you doing that? Well, because I've been hiding behind my hair. And this is what I've noticed. I've gone back into like it, it sounds very strange, but I at the moment I've got like a graduated bob. So at the front of it, I swoop the my hair down from my right down to my left so I can hide behind it. But that's not me very safe hiding behind the fringe and just looking a little bit mumsy but that's don't get me wrong of course I'm a mum and I love that side to myself but I do I wouldn't like I know it sounds crazy but I wouldn't describe myself as this sort of person that I am at the moment I, I in my head I don't look like this does that make sense? So I'm back at the gym. I'm doing loads of shit, loads of exercise, improve my diet, obviously, stink like fish. Um, and I'm getting my hair chopped off this weekend. So yeah, I really can't, I actually can't wait. And it's crazy, isn't it? Because sometimes there are things that you will do to yourself as a little ritual, as a nice ritual as well, where you just think, I've got my mojo back. And it might be getting your eyebrows done. It might just be going and get a full wax. It, it could be getting your hair coloured. It could be getting your hair chopped off like I am as well. It could be anything. You might have something that you do that makes you feel back to you again. And it's almost like the switch has been flipped and your your full on game is back on with you. And it's all about you. That's how I feel. So, yeah, short hair from Saturday. Oh, I'll do a nice reel about it as well so you can see it. Whether I'm going to go blonde or not again, I don't know. But I think I'm going to have to line it up soon because holy mothership, the the grey at the moment is out of control. Um, I'm so I've been so lucky. I've not gone grey early in life at all. I've only started to go grey in the last year, and I'm 43. So um, yeah, I've actually dodged that one pretty well. Apparently, my mum, oh Sandra, she was telling me that she went grey in her early 20s. Bless her. So she's been dying her hair for years. Oh, just a quick one. And then I will go. My mum, when we were kids, used to sit in the bath, right, and dye her hair with a box dye, right? But (laughs) this is brilliant. But what mum used to do is she used to dye her hair. And this is when you used to have a shower curtain. She'd have a shower curtain. She'd lie in the bath and she'd put a hair dye on her hair. And I remember it had like a hint of plum in it, this hair dye. And so she was, my mother was a water sister for years. So she was always rushing around. 
So she would have woken up in the morning and thought, oh, I'll quickly diet before I go to work. Literally did her hair, gone to work. So by the time my sister and I had got home, we'd go upstairs into the bathroom and it looked like a murder scene from Hercule Poirot. <laughs> there was just box dye everywhere. Like the whole of the shower curtain was dyed plum at the end, but it just looked like blood. It was awful. <laughs> Mum's dyed her hair again. <laughs> Oh, Sandra, bless you. Thanks for listening today. I cannot tell you how much I... Well, I think I have told you how much I appreciate it. I genuinely do. Please find me on social media. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, it's Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And whatever platform you're listening on as well, I would appreciate a five-star rating. Give me a review. If you're on Spotify, you can leave a five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple, it's a five stars. And then write a review as well. And when you're writing the review, leave your Instagram handle in there and then I can repost it on my stories too. I genuinely appreciate all your messages. I absolutely love hearing from you. If you're enjoying what you're hearing and you're sharing it, I cannot thank you enough. Have a great week. Make sure you've got your balls back and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.